0: Hi and welcome to the Christmas episode. Uh so Sud forgot to bring his microphone with him while he was visiting his parents and recorded on his phone. Uh and at literally one point was recording in a bathroom. Uh so fair warning. Sud's audio uh sucks for a good portion of this, and he just uh his recording just dropped for like twenty minutes while we were discussing Star Wars, so I cut out a lot of long pauses, but that's why they're there (laughs) also stick around after the podcast for the impossible slider review from uh, Ben Sud and our friend Parker. Welcome to episode 53 of Rouge One, the Christmas cast. Woo-woo! I'm Jolly St.
1: Nick Kevin. Mm-hmm.
2: I am Santa's little helper, Magood.
1: You expected a Palpatine to be your hero. Too bad. It was me, Dio. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and Merry Christmas, Quanaconsica, to all. From Ben Rogers. <laughs> I've been handing out these pamphlets for 25,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we.
0: This is the Christmas episode, so we're going to talk about Watchmen and Star
3: Wars. I think. The um, most Christmassy of all the shows. <laughs> this will be
2: fun for Ben because he knows jack shit about the new Watchmen series. <laughs> yeah man i'm getting a crash course we're just gonna spoil it for him because he said he doesn't care he can't take it back
0: <laughs> he's a monster <laughs> uh so yeah we're gonna blow through our weeks real fast then we're gonna do a spoiler cast for the hbo Watchmen series and then after that a spoiler cast for star wars episode nine rise of skywalker
4: right we Buckle up.
1: you like spoilers so we put a spoiler in your spoiler so we can spoil your spoiler yeah. <laughs>
2: Everything is going exactly according to my
1: plan. Do it! And part of that plan is apparently shoving a rod up your ass. And mm. This is all and spoilers
0: like well before okay. we're getting to the... <laughs> you gotta settle down. Uh, so I'll go ahead and start my week just to divert us away from spoilers. Uh, mm-hmm. The only thing I really did worth uh, talking about this week uh, was I started playing Control... It's a good uh, game. Fu- yeah. It's a good game. <laughs> I like it a lot. It has a ton of uh, really amazing world building, and it is literally just fucking SCP the game. It is <laughs> a game <laughs> Creepypa- that- Creepypasta come to life. What's SCP? It's just a game that like nerds have been trying to recreate for like 10 years. It's a yeah. essentially collection of creepypasta in a wiki.
2: Oh. But like-
0: then it's all one universe where those creepy yeah, creepypastas yeah, yeah, yeah. interact with each other.
2: Kind of like how... Where like,
3: Slender Man's hanging out with
2: a wind dingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tried to do that recently with the Mummy movie with Tom Cruise. It was supposed to launch like a, a monster. Oh, the, where, no, the dark universe. Where you're going to have, yeah, yeah, the mummy and then... Um, the Wolfman. Wolf Wolfman and uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. But then, like, the movie sucked real bad, so...
1: It sure did, Keith. <laughs> um
0: but yeah so i mean the world building for control is just amazing the gameplay is a lot of fun mm-hmm. fucking it's it's definitely shooting towards top three
2: for yeah. next week find out if it makes it <laughs> yeah i gotta cram a lot of this game in in the next seven days
0: <laughs> i don't think it's too long it's like 17 hours
4: yeah,
2: you can do it. I'm not worried. I mean, like, the last couple of days have been kind of, like, was supposed to be playing Control, but I really haven't. Things happened. That, <laughs> you know, sucked a whole lot. <laughs> but, well, why don't you just go ahead and go into it? don't I got nothing else. No, I don't, no, don't want to really talk about it that much.
0: I... <laughs> all right, that's fine. <sighs> <laughs> Matt was indisposed. What did you do during the part you weren't indisposed? Uh, but first, Sud, I... Uh, uh-huh. I forget right this second where I am because I like Eat hit. Crow. I hit a story point and then I did a couple like side missions. I have, um, uh, uh, the, uh, the like control one, the C's.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. But so you made it, you played it a lot more than I thought. Yeah, I I put a good like eight hours into it so far.
3: Damn. Than me, yeah. What have you been
2: I'm pretty doing, Pretty much v- shortly after the first, like I would say, like f- chapter. I don't know. The game doesn't really <laughs> go that way, you know. Yeah, kind of
0: does. Not really. Yeah, and it has the giant titles come up as you enter yeah. specific areas. Well, it's yeah. got
3: that one scene that repeats whenever you do a new chapter. Um, you no,
2: know, yeah, this kind of reminds me of is. Uh, man what was that show fringe it's just barely yeah, it's like a little that. bit with yeah. like just like cause like the government bureau twin Peaks. type stuff is involved you know yeah but yeah it's a good game but yeah, so
0: did you do anything else this week
2: um, well just today I started watching the Netflix series um, The Witcher I watched Not- this too I really like it um, I only watched yeah, the first three episodes cause they're pretty long episodes. Hey, um, ditto. I uh, I don't know much about the Witcher. Like I said, I started playing <laughs> Witcher three, but like, I don't know. I just, something about it didn't really click with me and I just kind of like couldn't, I don't know. It was, I, it was really early in the game when I stopped playing. It was like maybe like 15, 20 minutes in. I was like, I oh, don't really, not really digging this right now. Um, apparently, it's really good. To, so, like, <laughs> I don't really know much about what's going on in the show. Um, maybe Ben or Sud can enlighten me on this, but there's like two different timelines going on, right? Yep. So, like, there's like, and they're going to obviously like converge at some point. Yep. Hopefully. Otherwise, that'd be kind of confusing. No, they
1: do. I've actually seen the whole series.
2: Okay, because oh, okay. it is a little confusing at first, but, like, I know enough about The Witcher to, like, well, I know this character is going to... This is definitely not the same time. Like, I know that much. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Sherry has been bombarding me. I don't think you got a me. gun in that game. H- H- Sherry has been bombarding me with texts on who is this character? <laughs> what, 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 is their, what is their backstory? Are you guys not yeah,
0: watching it together? one criticism. That's definitely one criticism I've read is just that it does not do a good job easing you into the world. It
2: can't,
1: though. I feel bad
2: for it. No, yeah. Yeah, there's so so much
3: source material to just throw you in all willy-nilly. Yeah,
2: I felt that, too. Like, there's a lot of, like, what they call, like, I don't know, inside baseball um, mm-hmm. where you kind of have to, like, <laughs> you kind of have to be already aware of things as you're watching them. And I, I also feel... got like some heavy Mandalorian vibes, but it just might be because they're kind of similar-ish characters.
3: Wade Boggs goes down smooth. What Ben? Why did you
1: reference that?
3: we were talking about inside baseball. (laughs) That is
0: a fucking stretch.
4: (laughs) And that is the only baseball Uh, I can um... (laughs) reference.
1: I think towards the end of the show, like, stick with it. I think it definitely comes together. But, like, The Witcher has always been this way. So, like, The Witcher 2, Witcher 3, like, both those games... Stop eating that ham. Are, uh, (laughs) like, it's just about, like, The Witcher in the world. And, like, you don't get a ton of stuff about sort of the world building like you just have to pick it up as you go along and for better or worse the series does the same but i really like it i think it's really faithful to the to the source material Mm
4: -hmm.
2: yeah um i really like how they sort of um do like the world building like the backgrounds the environments like um yeah it's 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 pretty good i think henry's
3: doing a really good job
2: i feel like people are comparing it to game of thrones for all the wrong reasons, like
3: that's it's like the only thing they have yeah, to compare it to.
2: Because um, they they're completely different universes. Like there's there's actual like monsters all over the place. Whereas like Game of Thrones, they like vaguely talk about monsters for hundreds of years, <laughs> and then yeah, like, and monsters
3: for them are like yeah. just bigger
2: wolves. And then somebody yeah. sees like a shadow, <laughs> and they're like, "That was a monster." Mm-hmm. so like it's a very different fantasy world Um, but it might get me to try to play Witcher 3 again or maybe I should go back and play 1 and 2 I don't know don't Don't do do it it. just play
1: 3 Yeah, (laughs) they're not really Um, connected it
0: has apparently caused a huge spike in concurrent Witcher 3 players on Steam I believe
3: it CD Projekt Red has so much money now
2: <laughs> um, but yeah it's a good show it is uh, not really much else like it's been slow like I said I played some control Um, not, not very much but yeah I watched the cool, Star eh? Wars <laughs> I'm sure yeah. we, but we all know that
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a pretty shiny ball you got there Matt <laughs>
2: Um, I would like to hand this ball over to uh, Sud.
1: <laughs> He's so
3: shiny. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I played, so most of my time I've actually been traveling to Ohio. I uh, played a lot of Mario Odyssey. Game's great. I mean, we always talk about how great my Mario games are, and it's really good. I also watched, because um, like Gungrave, there's a new Gungrave game coming out. Um what yeah. And so I wanted to rewatch Gungrave the anime. Oh my god. Uh, have you guys ever seen the show? <laughs> yeah. <No>. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon
2: Heater.
1: Harry McDougall.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird weird one. Can you, you
1: put the but the gun Can you explain it at all, Matt, in a way that's like concise?
2: No, I mean isn't it, yeah, it's just like it's this universe about the these over the top guns. They're huge. Well, it, it's ridiculous.
3: Yeah. It it isn't it guns isn't. the size of
1: coffins. No, so so the series isn't that long. Like, the series is like maybe twenty-four episodes, and fifteen to sixteen of those episodes is like a Irishman like mafia story. Yes. But at the end, <laughs> it is about a reincarnated hitman who fights off giant zombies. And I will leave it to you. <laughs> with a
3: gun bigger than that zombie.
1: Well, the gun's in a giant casket. He rides around, you know, his name is Beyond the Grave. But um, I, I think it's great. It is, you know. It
2: made, it made for a good PS2 game, like when it was like I, they were I pumping do, those, I, those PS2 I do like games those games. Out. Yeah.
1: I like Gungrave. <laughs> I also like Gungrave Overdose with uh, a Rocket Billy Red Cadillac. It's a ghost inside a guitar.
3: God, that is such a great American parody name.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But, like, no joke, the first 14... Sorry, the first, like, 16 episodes are some of the best crime, like, stories ever, like, written. Like, it's so weird. yet it's, like, this really (laughs) great, like, mafia-type tale. And then it transitions into... Like, what is effectively a more blood, like a bloodier Trigun or something? It is utterly bizarre. (laughs) And I think, I think, like, I think it's badass. I love the show. Um, and it's really enjoyable, but it's like hard to explain how it gets from one point to the other, you know, (laughs) um, in a way that is coherent. Because, like, they're referencing like these giant, like, sci fi zombies and stuff in the background. But that's like very ancillary plot to the like mafia drama that takes place for most of the series. Um, but it's awesome. Like, I highly recommend it. And it's nice because like Funimation put it all up for free on YouTube and it holds up. It's really, really oh, nice. nice. So give it a shot if you haven't seen it in a while. Um, so that was that was good. Uh, and I also saw the hit film uh, of the Christmas season. Um, you Cats. know, that's. I, ha, you you blew up my spot. Yeah, I saw cats. <laughs>
2: really? Yeah,
1: I did. Oh,
4: that was okay. <laughs> Are you it, like
0: How Was
3: that? Uh, yeah. Are you, you okay? Do you not look at your cat the same way.
2: Like
0: <laughs> they don't look like do cats. F-
2: oh yeah. Do you I feel
0: guess. cheated that you watched the version without the patch?
1: I don't want the yeah, patch. I want this one. <laughs> um, the dumpster fire. It's with the old
3: Sonic face.
1: It is for everyone involved. It's a clear career low. Like I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how these people are involved. The only person <laughs> who seems to have any kind of fun with it is Taylor Swift, uh, but she's in the movie for maybe eight minutes. Like maybe. <laughs> um,
3: nice. Gets her gets her cash grab and gets out. Yeah, it's
1: a nightmare to Idris watch. Elba
2: is in this
0: movie.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I saw that a movie.
0: an article
3: the Elba has done a the lot of The
0: title was movies. Can Idris Elba's <laughs> career recover from Cats?
1: The answer is no. Um, um, they...
3: I mean he's done a lot of crap.
1: <laughs> nothing's as bad as this. It, it was in Hobbs and, and Shaw. Well that's I good. Bet I bet Hobbs and Shaw bad is stuff. better than Cats.
3: <laughs> does the, Adriel, does it make you, the cat does it, say
2: I'm black Superman does it make you wonder why it was ever popular like the Broadway show
1: well that's the thing if you like if you read reviews like after uh, alright so after I watched this movie I was just like bewildered
2: I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> you just like walk out of the theater to like the end of Aven
3: He just sees a giant Idra Elba cat head floating in the sky. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs>
1: stepped out and I stared up into the sky, and I was just like, "What is the meaning of this? Like, why? <laughs> like, why did this happen?" Um, by the way, this is one of the worst <laughs> openings for a movie of all time. It, it in th- over three thousand. Well, no, in over three thousand movie theaters, it only took in six point five million dollars. Like that's yeah, it opened way the way same over the gosh. weekend. Star Wars. Yeah. Well, you know,
2: they're like the boomers don't care.
1: Like they just want to watch cats. Like cats was a huge hit. But the thing I is, I remember. That, like, wasn't,
2: go ahead. I, sorry, I, I remember watching like because cats was big when I was like a kid. Like they cats always was had huge commercials yeah. for it. Like cats is coming to Columbus or whatever. Yeah. And they would have like <laughs> they would show like clips of it, and I always remember me like this is dumb. This looks yeah. dumb as hell. Why are all these grown-ups... Like, there's definitely, like... like it's just, like, why are they... So, why do they so like this? Well, it's, Matt, a,
1: it's, a, it's a play that just introduces a characters
3: for two it's hours. It's a it, musical. It's a musical, but, like,
1: yeah. here's the thing. Like, it is based off a collection of poems by fucking T.S. Eliot, of all people. Like, some of the writers... Like, a writer of some of the most bleak humanist like poems of all time yeah there is no plot to the cats musical and no like,
3: it's just people singing about being cats
1: well and also trying to like ascend to a new plane of being but that's beside the point <laughs> um yeah that's the <laughs> evangelion part yeah but like it, like if you read people who i don't like musicals at all but like if you read like criticisms of casts from like of cats from the time, like even people who love musicals didn't like that musical because there's no plot to it. Like it's a formless <laughs> shape of like weirdo... Feline
3: <laughs> Instrumentality Project. Yeah,
1: I-, I have to say there's like <laughs> there there's something incredibly undignified about watching Ian McKellen getting on his hands and knees, meowing and lapping up a bowl of milk in his beard. Yeah, that's a, like really, that's
3: another thing. Yes, happens.
2: Just-
1: Yes. Pull
3: yourself back I can, and be like I can these accept, are people with like, little balls on their face.
2: I can accept <laughs> like, you know, you got James Corden over here just being himself oh, weirdo. with a cat skin on <laughs> as a cat. But like
4: yeah.
2: and like so like Sir
1: Ian McKellen is
4: what on his is hands this? and knees meowing, um, meowing laughing this up is, a bowl of milk. Th-
3: do you think this is actors like pipe dream? Be like, oh, this is my
1: chance to do Broadway. I think this shows <laughs> how weird actors are in general. Like people think that they're normal Fair people, enough. and they're just not. And this is a great no, example of that. They
3: name their kids like Apple and Kalel. <laughs> they're not normal.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, there's a ton of like people in this. Like, there's Jason Derulo who comes out as Rump Tum Tugger. He brings this like weird sexual energy to this cat. <laughs> and then he starts like mean mugging into the camera, like trying to break the fourth wall. It's really unfortunate <laughs> he doesn't come out shouting Jason Derulo, <laughs> like <'cause> he, <laughs> which really so would have made Come it. out
3: announcing their names. Yeah,
1: they gender swapped some of the cats, so like Judy Dench is old Deuteronomy who has fur, but also for some reason wears a fur coat, and then they never they never put some a dog. Yeah. But they never photoshopped her hands. So she's the only person in the cat's mu- in the cat's movie who like she just has human hands, and you can even see her wedding ring in every single scene. Oh my god, it's so stupid. And the Jen- kind of
3: slapdash project is this? I don't know.
1: Jennifer Hudson's the only one who's like really trying, and every single one of her scenes is just her ugly crying as she's like sobs along to like different songs. I
3: feel like this movie was made alongside of the Sonic movie. And they're just like, hey, we're not using this face or technology now. Would you like it? And the cast people were like, oh,
1: no work for us. Yeah. It's it's a joyless movie. Uh, This is one of the great (laughs) things that sort of like really shows how brilliant the human mind is. Because the scale is... Yeah, because like if you're just watching a movie like... I think that they were just filming a film. It's like, there's no way people are not going to notice, like, the scale of things. And that's honestly the first thing you notice. That's what
3: I I hear, like, there's cats that are, like, an inch tall, and then cats that are, like, 20 feet tall. Yeah, but
1: they're not next to each other. Like, you'll see two cats walking through a human house. It's, like, a regular-sized human house for regular-sized human people, and they, like, fit. But then they go into and sit down at a table, and they're holding giant knives and spoons and forks. It's, like, what the fuck is happening? Like, (laughs) you're just, like, it's, like, the kind of things that you don't think would be a big deal until you, like, actually watch it. The secret of Nim and you're like oh this is like this is crazy um
2: (laughs) yeah like it must like it just makes me wonder like how was how was it ever like a big thing i don't know yeah
1: i don't understand how tom hooper who i think has won an academy award is made this film like (laughs) like (laughs) what is what what is his why did he think this was a good idea um (laughs) like i don't know he fucking directed The King's mm. Speech. Yeah, he definitely won an uh, Academy Award. <laughs> oh, yeah, The King's Speech is, is phenomenal. Pi- for Best Picture. Yeah. Yeah. The King's Speech is so good. Um, <laughs> it, How the mighty have fallen. He directed The Danish Girl. Like, what is happening? <laughs> like,
3: <And> it's <laughs> like, you know, a classic Icarus story. He flew too
1: close to the sun. <laughs> he flew too close to the cat. <laughs> yeah. I feel like um, he has a severe allergy. Dude, like, I don't know. I, don't, I can't watch this movie again, and I am just...
3: Will Patch 2.0 save
1: it? No. no. There's no plot. There's just, like, literally <laughs> no plot. Um, it's, it's not good. But the thing is, is, like, I, I want everyone to watch this and realize that there's no rhyme or reason why people are rich there's no rhyme or reason in this world people just get lucky there's
0: no like there's, there's would you say cats is the greatest argument for socialism since marx
1: i think cats is the greatest example for like there is no such thing as a meritocracy and there's no such thing as ethical conception you know there's no such thing as ethical capitalism because like th- no one wanted this no one asked for this and there's. right clearly millions of dollars and like a bunch of people ruining yeah this their is some
3: millionaire this is some millionaires using, fever dream like, with this
2: dude. much like cgi costs millions of dollars per second like yes yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> absolutely yes this is yeah i don't know how any i don't know how his career can ever recover from this like it's going to be a punchline <laughs> for years you know like it is it is wild like you put Ian McKellen in a fursuit and made him go down his hands and knees to lick milk. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that'll be that'll be inscribed on his tombstone. Yeah, that's
0: when we find out that like <laughs> the creation and like direction of this movie is entirely just a power play. Like he just has so much info on all of these stars, and they can just <laughs> money make
3: laundering scheme.
1: Just like Ian he has McKellen. enough
0: on Ian McKellen to make him get on his hands and knees in a
1: fursuit and like cream. Yeah, <laughs> Ian McKellen, I know you're not gay. <laughs> this is
4: <something> weird. <laughs>
2: he loves the poon, so he makes him dress up like one.
3: <laughs> I get this it. Is the- this is the weirdest Batman villain that's ever existed. I know.
1: Oh, my God. It's, uh, I had said, call on Ben. Ben. Move along.
4: That,
3: that, that was my week.
4: Go ahead, Ben.
3: All right. I did most of the things we talked about. What? But I did something <laughs> no one else did. And that was play the latest DLC character for Dragon Ball Fighters. Fucking finally. Is, Broily? Broly, Broily's out. The Dragon <laughs> Ball Super version of Broily. And he's just great. As I like "Hey,
0: you're telling us this now, like three weeks after. Yeah, Garrett, yeah, I exactly, he's, right.
1: Don't roll
3: his fire. I had failed to talk to about him for the past... Two weeks, but I'm here to talk to him about him this week. <laughs> he's great. He gets uh, uh, his level three powers makes him. It is ultimate. <laughs> it is maximum. Oh
2: right, his powers are OP.
3: His power No, he's not wildly OP. He's not like <laughs> GT Goku, still tearing up the online scene. Mm-hmm. But he's good, and uh, when you get him. Uh, you also get uh, the soundtrack to uh, the movie. Bro,
1: bro, bro, bro Lee, bro, bro yeah, bro yeah. Lee. So
3: you can play that song while you're playing the game, and it's you <laughs> nice. know it's great.
2: I it's do so really great. like the um, remix they do for Chala I Had Chala at the beginning of that movie.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, that is really good. That whole movie
2: is <laughs> fucking great. It
4: um,
3: is good. It's awesome. You know his his supers look great. He has he doesn't he have like two of them? Finish with what? Doesn't he have two of them? Yeah he he has a he has a super in the air. He has a super in his ground, and then his level three is on the ground. But he loses his shirt and goes Super Saiyan, and it's like an install. You get stronger for the rest of the match.
1: Yeah. Is that the only other install in the game besides Goku or Golden. besides Go-Hon. no
3: Golden uh, no Frieza
1: Golden Frieza?
4: Oh right.
3: But um, yeah, he's fun. Uh, all the, all his specials have that awesome green tint to it. He's he's <laughs> I like him. He's super fun. He's not he's definitely not top tier.
1: But you're gonna use him because you're ben tier. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> I use him because all his moves are so brutal, and he's got the he's got the throw where you really feel bad for Goku. Oh,
1: the one he slams him back <laughs> and forth when he's just bashing oh, him right, over and the over. Hulk, with him. Yeah. The Hulk.
2: The Hulk, That's yeah. cool. he does it to, uh, yeah. to Loki.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I really love spamming that. Because
2: <laughs> you're a spammer.
3: That's right.
1: So how many Super does Gogeta have as in comparison? uh, Gogeta has like
3: seven. Okay. Gogeta has so many.
1: <laughs> and then Broly has two.
3: Broly, Broly has three. Three, sorry.
4: <laughs> I miscounted. Which is
3: two... Three is usually the average. Someone Usually you have a super you can perform in the air, a super you can perform on the ground, and then a level three.
1: So is the entire community going to move over to Guilty Gear or Strive?
3: No, because there's uh, people are speculating there's uh, a season three with data mining and shit.
4: So oh, there's, there's
2: going to be more Goku's? A- yeah, they're gonna. There's gonna be. Yeah, they're
3: they're gonna. There's gonna be another. Everyone's speculating. There's gonna be a season three, which will focus around the tournament of powers. So we're gonna Jesus get like Christ. dramatic finish with Frieza and Jiren. Oh, I did then, see that. Yeah. Yeah, and then You're there's gonna be um, maybe Roshi, Goku, I know I want the maybe wolves. GT the Goku, wolves.
2: who's not a kid but an adult.
3: Mm-hmm. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get eight more iterations <laughs> of Goku. Um.
0: This is going to be at least one more go to Goku. There, yeah, Ultra, right ind-
3: Ultra Instinct Goku will definitely be a Goku. And then <laughs> well, Goku. Oh, yeah. Then, just, like, oh, well, then there's another one. Base
2: Goten. Oh,
1: that'd be cool.
3: <laughs> base Goten. I love Goten.
2: <laughs> Me too.
3: I I wouldn't mind a Goten, uh, a, like, 18 style, where you, like, call Kid Trunks or you call Kid Goten. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like
2: if you were, um, like the character is Goten and Trunks and you kind of like, it's like Ice Climber situation. <laughs> yeah. That would be And you
3: also have Gotenks, so it'd be just absurd. <laughs> but why not? You can have a team of like eight Gokus, like...
2: <laughs> whoops, it's all Gokus.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> Captain Crunch's whoops, all Gokus. <laughs> 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 get up to anything else? Nope, that's about it besides the big things.
4: <laughs> All right.
2: So <laughs> and
0: get really into for them. you just the big thing. The big thing, yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about not Ben's big thing. Uh, <laughs> Watchmen. <laughs> First, uh, largely just rub it in Ben's face cuz he hasn't seen any of this show, right? Right, you
2: got it. What do you yeah, so, um, what do you know about it, Ben?
0: The comic? So you- <laughs> but you've, you've picked up nothing about the
3: events of the show? No. None. Do uh, you know what Silver. the Watchmen are? Yes. <laughs> Name but two. I'm, but I don't know who watches them.
2: Not you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Um. <laughs> I can cross it. This list is getting smaller.
2: Okay, so spoiler alert. We're going to spoil it. Yes
0: for episodes one through nine, which is the entire first season um, of HBO's Watchmen. <laughs> first and play that
4: song possibly only. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. Well, you did such a good <laughs> job.
1: It seems like
2: you
3: already did. Should be our spoiler alert song.
2: Um, <laughs> I'll really love this show. It is the fantastic. Was, the ending was fucking awesome. The last episode was probably better than the entire Watchmen movie.
0: (laughs) It gets real fucking zany at the end. Oh, yeah. Uh, It definitely did not go into any kind
3: of direction that I was expecting
2: it to. Yeah. That's the one thing I love most about this show is one of the first shows in like a long time where it's just like. Subverting your
3: expectations. It was
2: like I had literally no idea what the next scene was going to entail. Like even even like halfway into an episode
0: yeah but not like in the negative way of like this all makes so little sense No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um,
2: they do a really good job of <laughs> making it make sense
4: it's... yeah
0: but yeah you just are not like oh this is the scene where they kiss
1: it is an incredible <clears> hallelujah <throat> pres- <laughs> thanks ben it is a incredibly precise show in terms of how it all fits together and like builds from what is could, like you would think would be like a very domestic small scale story into oh, right. something that is inc- <laughs> the fact that you say, Oh, right. Speaks volumes because like the scale of what happens towards the end of the show is just absolutely mind blowing. When you think about where it all comes from. Um, yeah. It's just, it is fantastic. And, you know, I was, a. Uh, I, I was being really mean about it and really petty about it, but it it captures the tone and the storytelling of the comic book so well that I it's it it is one of the best T V shows I've ever seen. And if they don't release anything else, like that's totally fine. You know, like it is um, incredibly well. Yeah. Not welcome.
2: only not only isn't a sequel to the comic as in the ending of the comic is different than the movie. It's a sequel to the comic and how it unfolds that story as well. Um, This, the episode um, of Hooded Justice's origin story is one of the best comic book origins I've seen on film. Like it's, it, it beats out like all a bunch of other, those origin stories that we see over and over and over again yeah you know, the, way, I, the way that they tell it too is just like so mind bending but really really mm-hmm. fucking cool
1: and mm-hmm. the one thing that i will say is that i think that, that and maybe this is just like exposing my own ignorance and my own prejudice but like earlier there's an fbi profiler named pd who says like there's a lot of inaccuracies to hood Justice's story and you're thinking oh maybe he wasn't gay you know but the real twist is that he wasn't white. He was actually Angela's grandfather and it was black. Yeah. And he painted his eyes white, but he was still gay. And I was like, oh, I didn't think they were going to stick with that. Like, he was a closeted yeah. black man. Um, and I think that's, like, absolutely brilliant storytelling to, like, play on the prejudices of, you know, what you would assume to be your mostly um, heterosexual audience, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, it makes sense yeah. that, you know, Hooded Justice is actually a black man. Um, and... But, and he's not gay, but he is gay. And I think that's like absolutely fascinating. I love the delicate balance between uh, just like visuals. So, like, you see Angela Avar's as Dark Sister or Sister Knight, excuse me, and she like sprays her eyes black. And then you see her grandfather as Hood of Justice, spraying her, yeah. spraying his eyes white. And like the contrast and like attention to detail, just visually, is just so, so good. I, I can't imagine how much work it would have taken to write this story and feel so confident in it. Like, this is a thing. Like, it's just so confident in the story it's going to tell that it's going to be good, that it's going to live up to this monolithic legacy. I think yeah. it's just remarkable.
2: And then the other twist, you know, the twist that Hooded Justice is a, a black man pretending to be white spraying his his faces we have uh later on in the show dr manhattan inherits the body of a black man yeah. which um jeremy irons kind of had a funny little poke he's like well we're not supposed to do that now or something. Uh,
1: yeah, that's considered appropriation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. He said that, that, that would be considered problematic, I think was his. Yeah, that's, that's
4: exactly right. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, man, Jeremy Irons is just a treat. He is fantastic. He's the best
1: actor in the, I mean, Regina King's amazing, and she has to be to carry the role um, of Angela. But, like, Jeremy Irons is fantastic. Hey, did, so did you guys know that he was on Jupiter? Like, I guess, did you, like, figure out that he was in space or something early on? Jeremy Irons?
2: It wasn't until... Not early on. It wasn't until he started catapulting people. And Once they started like, catapulting, dis- I thought dis- he was on, like,
1: Mars or something. Yeah. yeah.
2: I knew he was not... I mean, well, also, like, in the first episode, he grabs a tomato off of a tree. Yep. Instead of, like, a vine. So, I mean, yeah. I obviously knew I he was in it some was, sort of yeah. biome or something. Yeah, Ben, Dr. Um, yeah. Osmond Deus is on europa
1: we don't have to explain it for Ben. he made his piece <laughs> i guess
0: we won't
2: explain it we'll just spoil it in front of him
0: um yeah like i re- i really enjoyed jeremy irons there were definitely parts where i wasn't convinced they hadn't just body swapped christopher lloyd in <laughs> <laughs> Like, there are just times where he's, like, really excitedly explaining something, and, like, it's fucking dead a Christopher Lloyd impression. Oh,
2: yeah, I get what you're saying. I love the
3: <laughs> manic energy. I
2: love Mr. Yeah. Phillips and yeah. Miss Crookshanks. They're Hilarious. great. They're yeah. really
1: great comedic uh, things. But I, I, I love that they're, like, intertwining with Dr. Manhattan's origin story. Yeah. Because, like, the thing about the way that The Watchmen ends, like, the comic book, at least, is this, like, Dr. Manhattan can't reconcile his humanity, and so he leaves to create life, but you never really get why he feels the need to do that. And so having that as part of his origin story to, like, fulfill this promise he had to some people who meant a lot to him is, like, really amazing, I think, you know? And it it sort of, for me, like, gives context as to why he would ever fall in love with a human woman again. Like, that's the thing that I didn't understand. Like he why just would loves he choose to do that. Sex.
2: He, like he's, I mean, he's he always goes to sex. sex.
3: Yeah. Boobs transitioned. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> yeah. I,
3: but like at this point, it
0: feels like if he was ever gonna be beyond relationships, it was definitely after Lori. Yeah. Uh and we're never really given any Specific reason that Angela is like so incredible, like well he just had uh, convince you know. a
2: god. I mean, to well, mean, there wasn't I actually besides yeah. the fact that he saw it in his fucked up time wave that he looks at. You know what I mean? Like, like he <laughs> yeah. not, he saw. Yeah, he was not he never because he he says that like he there's a moment where he's gonna fall in love with Angela, and it's literally not until the moment he dies. Uh, spoiler alert ben dr manhattan dies at the end oh my god yeah Yeah. i was bracing for it all (laughs) (laughs) um so like he knew that he had to meet Um, angela uh, and do all these things to get to this point so like it's really weird like like it must be so hard to write dr manhattan into anything
3: yeah and i it's hard to be an omniscient god yeah
2: not even that. Just like because, like the way they describe how he views reality is just sounds so like. Well, you can't even you can't write a story with this guy. He knows how it's going to end. Yeah, <laughs>
1: and I think that's the one thing that I think they do pull off really well because he is a person who is completely omniscient and yet completely at peace. Like he never has any interest in surviving. Yeah, you know, he's just like mm. this is what's going to happen, and so that's a
3: human thing.
1: Right. It is a human thing, but it's hard for you the viewer to wrap your head around. It's like cuz if you know this, like yeah. why would you not try to change
2: it? Well, but
1: then yeah, you realize Yeah, writing,
3: writing as an omni- writing for an omniscient gar- god has to yeah, be Yeah, cuz like
2: you're sitting there seeing Dr. Manhattan like blatantly ignoring the dude who's about to shoot a teleport gun at him and you're just like, "Well, he can literally do anything. So like why does he just stand there and take it?" You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, but he chooses to, um, right. Do you think that she became a god at the end that yeah. Angela became? Yeah.
2: I think it was pretty obvious.
1: I mean, it's heavily hinted at, but it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: But I mean, it's also intentionally ambiguous.
2: Not, not when you see the fact that like every egg was smashed and there's one egg not smashed. Like, yeah. Then it's know, like, but still, <laughs> um, I feel like they did that. Um just just it's kind of like the ending of inception you know like you know what kind of the yeah. ending is but like you still like they just kind of end right before the exact confirmation
4: right yeah.
1: Yeah. um did you did you think it was a good commentary on american disc like political discourse because i thought it was amazing so, i
2: thought it was a really good well, that was, look into some things that Was the
0: one thing i was going to say about uh like my one criticism of the show is that it you know It begins very specifically around racism and, you know, wildly its effects on uh, Oklahoma. And then, like, as the story gets bigger and involves Dr. Manhattan, they just kind of, like, drop all that.
2: Yeah, Like,
0: you know, it's all this stuff about dealing with racists and then all, like, a god just blows them all up. You yeah,
1: know, I, like this. I kind of disagree because I do really like the idea of like facing up to historical trauma. Like, there's a really important scene where like someone mentions that I think it's at the uh, support group, like the support group for extra dimensional uh, activities. And oh, it's right. just like I've inherited this trauma from my mother because she was there. Um, yeah, no. The, know, when the, the, squid the psychological
2: dropped. problems that happened from the squid yeah. passed on to the, your children.
1: I think that's a great allegory for, like, racial trauma.
2: Because, like...
1: Well, I'm just
0: saying the way they essentially deal with all that racial trauma in the end is to just explode all of the racists.
1: I don't know if they do, though. Like, I think, like, Angela loses, like, the love of her life. And she's just like, I guess I have to just, like, deal with it without being, like, under under a mask and just, like, confront it. Because, like, that was Mm -hmm. Will's problem the whole time is that he could not face these things without having this mask on and it like destroyed him completely and for <laughs> angela like i think she realizes that like i don't need to be in a mask to have the things that i need which is to reconnect with my family to like face these things and to be honest about what i'm feeling because she wasn't being honest she was just beating the shit out of racists you know like there wasn't <laughs> there wasn't a real like reckoning you know like just it's good honest yeah fuck yeah well that's that was the other thing is that
0: they have they feature all this the police doing all this shit in the beginning that i was sure that police brutality was going to be a theme and then it just wasn't no it's not like yeah yeah nobody on the police force suffers any repercussions for like blatantly breaking the bill of rights repeatedly or torturing people (laughs) it just doesn't come up which just felt weird like to uh, not be cognizant of I, I think in twenty nineteen. I
1: think they were cognizant of it because I think they wanted to put you in this uncomfortable space. Like we mentioned the first time, I admitted to watching The Watchmen and liking it. That you know you are you are watching these racists getting beaten up and like tortured, and it makes you feel weird this is like a quote unquote progressive police department. Of course, we learned that it really Mob isn't. Justice. You know that is actually part of a grand insidious conspiracy. Um, You know, and I think, like, the original Watchmen comic has, like, a lot of issues around that, too, that it doesn't, like, necessarily fully dive into, like, the idea of, like, a lack of a social safety net for, say, Rorschach, because, like, Rorschach's mom's a drug addict and a prostitute, and it completely warps Mm him because, like, there's nothing there to help him. Like, no one's... Yeah, no no mental health. (laughs) Yeah, and so, like, you know, the original Watchmen comic would have those sort of, like, through lines and plot lines that are never fully dealt into, and... You know, I did not think it was going to go into this incredibly comic booky
2: end result. Oh, yeah. And like, I, yeah. I will <laughs> say, we were totally robbed of the scene where Mira Guy takes out like eight dudes trying to jump, <laughs> yeah. jump him in a bomb shelter. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: Uh, like, yeah, there was not a lot of space in that area. Like, I want <laughs> no. to know how he fucking killed all those people. <laughs> Do you feel like Looking Glass is effectively just
1: like what Rorschach would have been had he not died? Yeah. yeah. He was just like a continuation of a correct character, you know? I really like he He's one he was of my great. favorite new characters. He was awesome. He was probably oh, my yeah, favorite. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So good. The it, the episode about his origin is mm-hmm. fantastic. Like that first yeah. like 10 minutes or so of the episode before the squid drops, I can't believe they showed the squid. It was I'm amazing. so happy. Yeah, it yeah. was so good. It wasn't bad
2: either. Like I thought it no. might have like looked bad, but it looked really cool. No, they and did then, a um, great job. And I do all like the bodies, how bodies and he's
1: screaming. It's so evocative. It's amazing. Yeah.
2: Um and you see um you see the squid later on when uh Osmond Davis is recording that video for Robert Redford. And oh, it's like right, in the background. Yeah, like yeah. right before he transports it. And then he's, uh, yeah. Um, Also, like, I mean, we haven't even started talking about Lady True yet. Like, Mm -hmm. and she's just a phenomenal character. Like, one of the best kind of, like, comic book villains I've seen in a while. Did you like her a
1: lot? Because it just felt like another stand-in for Adrian fight, you know? Well, it Um, makes sense mm -hmm.
2: because that she would do (laughs) that because she is his daughter. I mean, like, she would probably want to somehow emulate him and... You know I mean? And of course, yeah, with his rejection of her,
1: yeah. again, it's that sense of, like, shared ancestral trauma, you know, like like, she has inherited, like the the willfulness of her mom and, like, connivingness of her mom, plus, like, Adrian's insane narcissism um, right. <laughs> to, yeah. to this, like, person, and I, I do think that's interesting, but she's also, like, unlike everyone else who's, like, a descendant of the Watchmen in some way, like, I I feel like Lady True is really just Adrian, like um, unlike the Mm -hmm. other ones, you know, like I feel like Looking Glass is an interesting take on Rorschach. I think the new version of Sally Jupiter is interesting. You know, Laurie's new FBI like sort of persona is interesting, Um, Mm -hmm. but like, there's just not that much there. I mean, I think she's incredibly vital to the story. I do love nostalgia, like the idea that she felt the need to recreate her mother through her daughter kind of you know cloning yeah. her and then feeding her nostalgia but i don't know there's just like so much depth to this show and like doing it in nine episodes is it is yeah. wild like i just like how did you get this idea to think about it you know in this way this it, it is fascinating
2: uh i just remember like episode eight end and i remember saying to myself like they got a lot of shit to do in the next episode and then like they pretty it much just, kill it it just yeah. hits the ground running and like <laughs> um unlike maybe the next thing we're gonna talk about, it kinda of is like the the pacing wasn't necessarily like because like you were just like eating every second up, you know.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. The
1: one thing that I didn't guess who the fuck was the lube guy who like it's dove Petey. Into
2: the sewer. It's obviously How, Petey.
1: I know it's obviously Petey, but they never like talk about it again. He's just like yeah. running away covered in
4: like in lube <laughs> <or> like Crisco. <laughs> It was hilarious. But It's like why? It a, <laughs>
2: like, a, another uh, hilarious <laughs> moment that I'm not sure was meant to be hilarious is when she opened the door to f- figure out um, the host. That was when Angela was trying to figure out who was like helping her get through the mental trauma or of taking all those drugs or whatever. And she was like, her brain was like attached to like an elephant. I do <laughs> like that. It's so weird. Yeah. It's yeah. Just like what? <laughs>
4: I think oh, it's wow. because like. <laughs>
1: the idea here is like an elephant never forgets you know so oh, yeah like, like that's like yeah. the idea behind it to have like an elephant hooked up to her instead of you know will um I really liked this I thought it was uh, is there anything you didn't like about the show it seems like like I, I said like the lack of detail for the racial part but
2: the only thing I'd really say I, yeah. like I feel like you know we got robbed of a really awesome action scene um with mirror guy but um besides that like i really like every i, I feel like everybody who was playing an older original watchman did a really good job like lord blake was incredibly mm-hmm. um like it persists, i could see silk specter turning into that yeah. um yeah. osmondeus of course you know obviously always insane
0: um yeah (laughs) i was a little disappointed we didn't get one scene with dan yeah like they they reference him a couple times and then just never i think um, he's in prison yeah no well yeah but you think they'd have like one phone call or something like at the end like he would show up and be like ha 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 i'm gandalf
2: like (laughs) um
0: (laughs) or ha 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 in prison i joined the white power gang and i'm the true leader
3: um, i been pulling the strings from the whole time.
2: I wonder if they're gonna do a second season because there are, there is room for it but like I don't know what story they would do. I don't know what
1: story they would do that have yeah. the same emotional depth yeah like, that's like, the thing that I think that really it because it is just so fascinating. it plumbs so honestly interesting like, issues. I was really
2: worried that this series was gonna end with like a literal like another dr Manhattan fighting dr Manhattan. And it was just going to go like off the wall superhero, like they're fighting on the surface of the moon, and like, yeah, and like flowing each other into the sun and crazy shit. And I'm so glad that it stayed like way more grounded. Did you really think that was going to happen? I was so worried that like, because they, because like I was, I've always had this sort of thought that like, if they were going to do a sequel to Watchmen, it would obviously be somebody trying to become Doctor Manhattan so that they could be like an, an evil dr manhattan and then yeah. of course you know he would be red instead of blue and then they would have some super <laughs> saiyan battle in the sky and
0: they lead you into thinking that's so yeah. hard when they talk about the russians working on an intrinsic fuel yeah. generator yeah. well that's why and i so it's thought like, oh like, you're okay. gonna have communist
2: <laughs> dr manhattan yeah, I was like, oh man this is where it's going but it did not, comrade Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> um i there's so many like
1: great lines in this show like i love in the last episode uh senator keen who's just like it's really hard for being a white man and i'm gonna be like a god you know and it's just like dude you're a senator who thought he could be president like what are you talking about Uh and it's just like it is the classic like rejoinder to like any of these like white supremacy movements it's just like if you really think that you know how is it that you have all the power like it's just so many interesting logical fallacies that they just put on its face. And it's like, you feel the need to yeah. be a God. Like it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Fantastic. 10 out of 10 suds. I highly, highly recommend.
2: Yeah. I will also give it, um, well, I can't give it a 10 out of 10 suds, but, um, I give it 10 out of 10 mats. <laughs> it's
0: a like nine out of
3: 10 Kevin's.
2: Fair that's, that's perfectly acceptable.
4: Yeah, I'm not it's gonna just, berate you it, for that. Yeah.
3: yeah, he wanted the Doctor Manhattan battle
4: <laughs> in this space, and never got. It. Kevin said, "They're like, did you, no. did you like the choice?" I, of, my, sorry, my
0: real issue is that it shoots way too hard in that direction all of a sudden for where I wanted it to go. It does. <laughs> it does ramp it up
1: really fast. <laughs> the, the last three episodes are just yeah. so common dr manhattan
0: doesn't show up until yeah. the third like second to last episode yeah i do
1: love that episode by the way where he's like in the bar with angela yeah um, mm. and i love the title a god a god walks into a bar yep <laughs> and, yeah and, all the titles and, are
2: really clever and nice. like the
1: way they shoot dr manhattan because like, he just he just looks weird you know so i love like yeah the focus well, on and hands. i'm so
0: used to the, the guy who played him in the movie right. Billy and, like, anything else sounds wrong
1: i thought the voice actor for him was great i thought it was really good um like and, and like having his hands like just point you're like that's right you know and like he's just, like super matter-of-factly <laughs> um it's just it is fascinating like and just to get the sense of like, he's watching his entire life at all times, you know, forever effectively. So he's just yeah, like, he sees kind of, the
3: whole line the whole time.
1: Yeah. It's a very slaughterhouse five idea. Um, yeah. It's yeah. so, like the idea that's like, yeah, I'm going to go here and we're going to get dinner. And she's just like, what? <laughs> it's just like, you know, <laughs> and oh, it's just so good. I love that episode. And I thought their, their love story was really great. It's really sad for Cal, who I thought was fantastic. But yeah, now in retrospect yeah. is obviously, you know, Dr. Manhattan um, the whole time. But I have to say, it's like really nice to give Dr. Manhattan and Ozzy Medias like a comeuppance because like they were really <laughs> the instigators of this whole thing. And so like in yeah. their own ways. He really came
3: out ahead. Do you the think they ever story. sat
2: down with, uh, um, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his name. Um, Alan Moore? No, but the actor who plays Cal. And, um, oh, yeah. And they were like, yo, I wonder if they sat him down and they're like, yo, um, it would be really great for our budget if we didn't have to CGI your dick really big. And he was like, I got you guys. And then whipped him to, whipped he's, out his pants. They're like, thank God. My, and he's like, I've already big. painted it blue. <laughs> that is one of the biggest
1: dicks I've ever seen in a movie. It was a massive, massive Johnson Is it just slapping you in the face
3: during the episode? No, but (laughs) it's there.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You you definitely see the blue dick.
3: (laughs) You don't miss.
1: (laughs) Do you think that Dr. Manhattan, like, made his dick bigger. I don't know.
4: Because he wants to...
3: Before he lost his humanity, probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, during the well, beginning. Because you have to imagine, when he recreated
2: just... himself, he created, like, what he... I'm gonna make myself a slightly bigger dick. To I'm the...
1: gonna <laughs> go... <"Punch laughs> yeah, he made himself it's... super buff. Why would yeah. you not... Make <laughs> your dick huge. The same he dream didn't,
2: into he your didn't come back... He was just above he that. He didn't come I... back like a scrawny <laughs> nerd. He came back, you know, no, like... a god, yeah. A true conservative man
4: yeah he also well, and
0: now we know that that dick is the empirically best dick in the universe the, <laughs> the closer
2: your dick is to and that the better yeah, off you are he still decided to circumcise himself
1: yeah so we also know that having uncircumcised dicks are better than circumcised uh, or circum sorry the other way around um the other thing i like <laughs> to know is that he is definitively proven that like women like bald men more because he refuses to have hair so this is like really <laughs> settles the Fast and the Furious debate as well, because you know, you have all the Baldies and
2: that
4: who
1: we've been lust
2: after. Yep, it's a shame that um, Alan Moore won't ever watch this. Yeah, because I feel like he actually might enjoy it.
3: Eye yeah. on his castle, fingers and toenails elongated. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he just
2: has like a flat somewhere. Yeah, like, he's a very modest guy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he calls it his
4: castle.
2: <laughs> sure. So, <laughs> shall we move on to the main event? No. Yeah.
0: No, it's not. The main event. Yay! <laughs> Star Wars Episode 9: Rise of Skywalker. Spoilers for that starting now. Uh, ray is the Skywalker, the one who rises.
2: Well, technically so does no, ben. It's Finn. Ben Solo rised as well.
3: I rose.
2: Yeah, Finn is also <laughs> rising. <laughs> um Uh Yeah, that was a weird
0: plot thread that just got dropped. I will make uh,
2: a few complaints about this movie. Um they're not necessarily like horrible complaints like i'm not going to say that (laughs) jj abrams ruined my childhood or anything so real quick
0: let's go around and give our like you know so i really
3: liked it matt Uh,
2: i really liked it
3: i thought nope ben i thought it was the best of the three new ones
1: (laughs) so this is the worst star wars movie i've ever seen and i hate the new trilogy and it's destroyed (laughs) any love i have for star wars (laughs)
2: so this is gonna be interesting talk
1: no it's not gonna be interesting because like i'm just so over it i'm not even gonna engage like i, I, I like, the idea of me like spending time like actually giving this like real criticism fills me with dread because i just don't care like i don't i i have no opinion anymore it's just out of my life i don't need to feel this way so <laughs> this
0: movie has literally just killed all Joy in Zud's heart. For yeah, Star Wars. The
1: yeah.
3: joy he had towards Star Wars. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I still have the original trilogy. I have the prequels. I have the Gennady Tarkovsky, Clone Wars, animated things. And that's all I needed. And I have some books Did from like... prequels? Yeah, I li- I think they're really weird. And like, they're funny to me. Um I like the prequels, and that's, too. Well, I don't like, really They're not watch good them. movies. Yeah, a I don't really watch they're Attack of the
2: Clones. If I'm rewatching any of the prequels, but I don't have any problems really with *Phantom Menace* or *Revenge of the Sith*. Fair enough. I I just can't.
0: Yeah. I would still place all of these above the prequels. Okay. I
2: kind of agree, but I also like. P- we still have like George Lucas's. In the old in the prequels which is like a fun thing like he's got such a weird way to make these stories work and you
1: know the prequels actually have an overarching plot which might be bad but these three movies don't so it, you
2: know. it, well like it's a I mean because they lost their entire third movie when Carrie Fisher died she was supposed to be nope, like the I main don't believe you
1: I don't believe
2: you. Stop They've been it. talking about it for like the last three Stop years.
1: It. Stop it. That's a lie. Stop it. Don't lie to me. This they is worse than Trump. It? Stop it. No, they the movie I don't know. Years. Not true. Not true. You cannot take every single thread in *Force Awakens*, spike them into the center of the Earth in *The Last Jedi*, and then tell me that like Carrie Fisher is going to magically solve it all. Don't give me that. It is not true. <laughs> it is an insult to my like basic intelligence. No. This
0: so, K- Carrie Fisher died for this. Good. They killed her Good. to have this as an excuse Good. for why the last movie was. I'm glad she be wasn't bad. around to
1: watch this. I'm glad. <laughs> Goodbye, sweet princess. You're gonna be animatronically CGI for the rest of eternity, and I'm not gonna be around <laughs> to watch it.
3: To live on.
0: See, I um, <laughs> I am surprised the son is taking this so hard. Like, there's so much shit that he enjoys because Ironically. it's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, and like, for me, as soon as See, they establish Palpatine as the
3: big Oh my god, this is the why I love bad, this movie, is because of how ridiculous, like, I was laughing so much in this movie. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: as soon as they establish Palpatine as the new big bad. Which they, they do almost immediately. Yeah,
3: they say a message. It's just gone like out. okay,
0: there's there's like a certain level of stupid that I now expect from this.
3: Yeah, it's be- like
0: yeah. I would have been upset if she pulled the ship out of the sky. They,
2: in yeah, episode like, eight they <laughs> made a ridiculous, campy, pulpy science fiction romper. Oh my
3: god! In, yeah, yeah,
2: and. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was a fun movie. I feel like there was a lot hey, of Hey, guys, you know how was...
3: the, remember how the Force used to be this mysterious and magical thing that kind of existed but wasn't really anything? <laughs> Let's just fucking make it crazy.
0: <laughs> well, it's just totally very different from 8, and I think that's jarring to yeah, a lot of oh, people. Yeah, oh,
3: so is. Well, I mean, at the same time, you know, Leia got blasted out in space and flew back just fine. <laughs> So, True. <laughs> like <laughs> There is that. <laughs> like, they've already, like, what, jumped the shark? <laughs> they've already force-thrown um, the shark.
2: I really... Yeah,
0: one area this movie suffers a lot from is the pacing. Is fucking breakneck for most oh, of yeah. the movie. All,
3: all the fake deaths. Well, like... Like, yeah. fuck Christ. Like,
2: there were... Things that happened that I was like, wait, what? And then I like tried to like think about it, and I was like, hold on, I had to think about something else. And then like,
0: yeah, I feel like this would be unbearable to watch high for the first like, time.
2: Um, well, it would be
0: so hard to follow anything that's. It happening. wasn't
2: unbearable, but <laughs> um,
3: Chewie's Chewie's death was like, gave experience. me so. <laughs> Chewie's death gave me so much goddamn whiplash. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Like not... They
2: shouldn't have done that because, like, a like, wouldn't Ray? He's
3: dead. Oh wait, there's a second ship.
2: Wouldn't Ray like... be able to sense that he wasn't on that ship? I mean, come on.
3: Also, that.
2: Anyway, Ray's
1: powers she
3: are remarkably t- inconsistent.
4: She's she either the best <laughs> or she's the worst. pulling
3: it. She was too busy force <laughs> pulling it out of the fucking sky. <laughs>
4: um, <laughs>
2: fucking. I
0: will say they they probably should have swapped those scenes. They should have shown. Chewy like getting swapped ships so that we know he's not on it. Because yeah. then we have the dramatic irony yeah. of knowing something the characters yeah. don't. They did
3: the which, same which is, which thing is great in storytelling. They did the literal, literal
2: like, no. same thing in The Last Jedi when you see the explosion happen on the bridge and for like three seconds they cut back to hux And you like you're sitting there <laughs> yeah. wondering, like, did they just really blow up Leia? and like that's all <laughs> like she's just fucking blown up yeah. and they're moving on and like so like they did the same kind of thing and like i will say like um my one big my one complaint is like i do feel like that this they they tried to jam like two movies into one like and yeah. i feel like they didn't a
0: significant portion of this is undoing significant portions of I feel the last like if,
2: hey, yeah i feel like and i mean Jesus, I mean, like, they should have maybe made a lot of this, maybe episode 9, and maybe that ends when, like, the whole, like, um, Ben Solo comes back, like, if the movie ended with, like, the Harrison Ford scene was kind of like the last scene, and then he throws his saber into the ocean, and, like, the movie kind of ends, and then they can open up the movie again, and kind of, like, have maybe episode 10 start off with, like, I don't know, I just felt like I wanted a lot more time with Ben Solo. Like, Ben. Like, yeah.
3: Yeah, they really rushed his epilogue. Yeah, I mean, the
2: He, liter- the well, issue he literally is only just has, like... says one thing as quote unquote Ben Solo, and that's Ow. When he lands on that <laughs> giant chain, he goes Ow. He doesn't have any other lines for the whole movie.
3: He smiles.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, like, Adam Driver, Jeez. a lot of people say this, but he fucking carried this entire saga yeah like the main reason that I really I don't know like really claimed to this sequel trilogy said woo a lot was when you know you see that kind of like first image of Kylo Ren in the first teaser and it's like who's this mysterious hooded dark Jedi guy and I was like fuck you know he's turns out to be a fucking amazing actor who can pull his character through mud <laughs> um but yeah, like the scene with yeah, him. That was the other forward. I'm I'm is uh was pretty pretty intense. Like it was like he did a really good yeah, job yeah it,
0: it honestly got me good. Yeah.
2: Um yeah, like I, I told Kevin in our in a little DMs because we saw the movie before you guys, I said like there was a lot of like memberberry nostalgia all sorts of shit in this movie and I was worried going in that it was going to be too overpowering and like too much but I really liked all of it except for the Chewy medal at the end that was just kind of cause, that's
4: yeah, all this movie my, is he gets a my favorite is, he, got a, fucking, he got a medal he,
2: he just didn't medal. wear it in the ceremony
3: my favorite is when they tell Chewie that Leia's dead and Chewie's like just pushing people off of him Oh yeah <laughs> Dude,
2: that fucking broke yeah, my yeah. heart. I like. Yeah. I really um, like, I, like. I like that I,
3: scene where Poe was talking to her.
2: I cried a lot in that movie. I'm not gonna lie. Tears were flowing.
3: It's sad. I am depressed for
1: you, Matt.
2: Well, I'm a very <laughs> depressed person, so I don't need anybody else adding to it.
1: Well, I'm
3: here. Yeah. It was. It was. It was <laughs> Too late. It was hard. It was good at tugging at the heartstrings for the fans and stuff.
4: Yeah. But what are you? Five scene, oh god. But
3: at the next, yeah. c- but the next scene, they're just doing ridiculous force stuff, and I'm laughing. Um, I'm seeing god, Snoke yeah. heads in jars, and I'm losing my fucking shit.
2: Turn me into a well, pickle, Morty. I'm pickled Snoke. <laughs> 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 I I made this
0: comparison on Reddit where somebody was comparing Rise of Skywalker to Game of Thrones Season Mm 8, and I was just like, but Rise of Skywalker isn't as bad, because it's stupid in a fun, I'm-gonna-force-pull-a-ship-out-of-the-sky kind of way, Mm. and Season 8 is dumb in a painful, they are hiding from zombies in a crypt kind of way. Or
2: Danny kind of forgot about the Iron Fleet. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah which is like the literal word of the the guy who wrote the episode uh, <laughs> yeah uh so this was
0: really dumb in a lot of parts but in a way that i was able but it was to just campy. Like, fuck yeah it was,
3: yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> she's got two lightsaber
2: yeah i did want them <laughs> to go like full ham at the end and have jedi ghosts like up the wazoo but it does kind of make sense that they didn't spend that much money and they just got the voices
3: I was waiting for her hair to go spiky and blue, <laughs> be like, "I am the force."
0: God, I know. I do wonder how much part of this was filmed after Endgame. because like I feel I like am almost Iron all Man. of it had to be done. <laughs> yeah, and yet they had like it almost shot for
3: shot. Yeah, I was waiting. For I it. am
0: inevitable. I am Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. and it's just like. Why it doesn't work here? It's
3: like Palpatine has been living for thousand, hundreds of years. Whatever, it's un- unclear how long he's actually been alive. Correct, but like, dude, just can't shut off the lightning fingers once he starts. <laughs> like, it's how he I loses told you. It creates time.
2: feedback. It's like a he can't stop. Like it's like when it connects with the lightsabers, it creates like a feedback.
0: But, but then at some point, after it's caused you to lose three times, don't go for the fourth.
3: Like there's he gets he gets yeeted off of the Death Star and is still just lightning fingering the whole way down. Like
0: Yeah, at that point try just throwing something. It's
3: his only it's his only move. Yeah. Like,
0: not even with the force. Yeah. Just pick it up and huck it. I got some s- it can't possibly hurt you <laughs> more than lightning. I got some
3: serious GLaDOS vibes from Palpatine on his little, like... <laughs>
1: there's a lot
2: of <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. questions that need to be answered about
4: Palpatine.
2: <laughs> Is it almost because it's fucking stupid?
4: It so you could do all be. This? It's fucking I...
2: stupid without, without explanation, but if there's... There is no explanation. If there is. A- it's all going <laughs> to be made up after the fact. Wait, that's what mm-hmm. how Star Wars Mindless has been
4: think, made for the last <laughs> I just twenty years. I thought it
0: was funny that See, that I mean. think an explanation would ruin it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the fact that it's just like fuck it. He just uh, survived the explosion. <laughs> like a, mm-hmm. He was probably in the wreckage, just crashed onto that planet.
2: Because <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, I mean, sh-
3: wherever the fuck that planet was, he shoved hey, his, his up his le- ass. Le- to make Leia survived the vacuum of space with, like, no Jedi vacuum. training.
1: Oh my uh, god. <laughs> I can't.
3: <laughs> Whatever, she still survived space. She
2: did have Jedi training. She was trained. You saw it in the beginning. You saw it in Rise of Skywalker, the scene of her and Luke training in and, and Endor. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, pretty sure, much, I'm pretty sure Luke was like, you know, if know, you were to slash there's it out, there's 30 years in between those two scenes, oh, so there's enough. a lot.
0: But I was just saying, how, how much did that scene exist purely to explain Mary Poppins' well, Leia? That,
2: um, I feel like, like that scene purely ex- existed for member berries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember Leia's lightsaber. No, it's just like, look, they're young. Like,
3: mm. I, the two, the two of things was kind of, er, there was two of everything in that in this movie, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did yeah. enjoy the aspect of Leia completing her training, I whatever what the thing that blew my mind was just the level of force power. Like at the end of Return of the Jedi, Luke considers himself a master and can't even lift well, he's the, the X wing out of pet- out of the swamp. Well. And now Ray is in the air spinning rocks around her like no problem. Like I I enjoyed how difficult it was for people to do this and not just like, ho oh, ho This is so easy.
2: Well yeah, I mean if I mean even if you go back to the original drafts of Star Wars, like the first one, like the mind control power and stuff was was like not just Jedi had it. Like you, if you, you could, if you were like part of like an elite, like there was a weird, like because there's a weird um, line I heard Mark Hamill say something about, like we was talking about Leia as like she's part of a royal family, she has mind control powers or something like that. Like, yeah. like what are you talking about? Like George what, Lucas like, had really no I, I, idea. I know. Like, <laughs> I. I
1: I don't understand that. Like, why you're like talking about notes from the original trilogy to justify in these insane things that were. I'm just like, saying I that, like, be
4: like be able
2: to... it's always been evolving, as they. But like, I they. I don't
1: I don't find that compelling. Like, that's not a good answer I, because I, I, <laughs> I'm watching rather, a movie. I just
3: like I just like the force in as as a grounded thing. I enjoy I enjoyed Force Unleashed for how campy it was. But I considered it separate from the Star Wars. Now I'm just like, <laughs> oh, those are one and the same. <laughs> yeah.
0: They're canon now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: like fucking yeah. yeah and I feel like I feel like if they if they do make another Star Wars and it is about Jedi, we're gonna see a Sith Sith's hair go red and then a Jedi's hair go blue And we're gonna have fucking Dragon Ball Z in in our Jedi's.
1: I don't really see where you're getting this, Ben, because like just watching Yoda spinning around, like, fighting Cap Dooku is not (laughs) It's like just as bad. Like, I don't really I don't really doesn't really bother me, but like what I really liked about the lightsaber duels, at least in The Force Awakens and in The Last Jedi, like actually all three movies have really good lightsaber duels, is that like they do feel really grounded and it's like really hard yeah. and it's really, you know, and it is like when you have these incredibly, because the thing is, is that like Ray doesn't have a journey to speak of, which is like hard to rationalize why she's so powerful, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's my biggest problem is that I don't care about any of these characters at all. Like mm-hmm. the idea that like Finn, Poe and Ray care about each other is laughable to me because they're maybe on screen together for 20 minutes across six hours of movies, you know, more than six hours of movies. I don't
0: think the three of them are ever on screen
1: until the very last seconds of two. I, that's my point. Like, that's what I'm saying in general it's yeah. 20 minutes, you know? The idea, like, Finn is a non-character. Like, he doesn't have an arc outside of the first movie. Um, I, Poe doesn't do anything interesting. Like, he just is like a hot-headed pilot, and then that's it. Yeah. i like, Ray doesn't have anything to her. Like, I don't, I don't see what's there to be attractive about these characters. I don't see what's there to be attractive about this overall plot. I don't see why this was made. I don't see how you can make 22 films and have, like, Endgame, which I don't necessarily like as a movie, but is narratively consistent with 22 other films, and you can't get three right. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. None of it makes sense to me. And, like, hearing these excuses, it just, like, fills me with cold rage. And I don't—I I can't. I'm sorry. I'm done. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine.
0: Yeah, it it just continues to baffle me uh, that that decision was ever made to start any of these movies without, like, a really strong overarching you, plot. You don't even need to start
1: it's from scratch. Like, like you had so yeah. many legends that are all really well written. Yeah. That you could just pull well, yeah. it from. And God you'd have been damn, fine.
3: extended universe, the first couple of books <laughs> are so good.
1: Well those like, are the only that's ones the that thing are thing is
2: like
3: That's not true.
1: There are <laughs> dozens that are quite good. There's I'm, there's I mean, dozens
2: know. that are quite good, but there's uh, maybe fifty more that are just kind of okay, well, weird. Okay, but it doesn't matter. You
1: if with dozens of books you have
2: and, and Legends wasn't – there was no continuity to Legends either. You have three different versions of how they acquired the Death Star plans in Legends. So oh, like okay. That's fine. You
1: have one person to go through them, pick out which Legends are best, and go together. It's better than having two directors that, like, apparently shitting on each other. I'm just saying that like,
2: like <laughs> arguing that this series of Star Wars – stories is worse than legends because of the continuity is not a valid argument because there is yes, no it continuity is. in yes, legends. Yes it is because I
1: just saw The Last Jedi and then I saw in the first five minutes of Rise of Skywalker spiking everything into like a black hole like th- that's not an ar- <laughs> like I don't understand how that's not a valid criticism I have three Admiral Thronbrooks that are like incredibly well written and like incredibly cohesive and coherent like it doesn't take much you, I have the Jedi Academy trilogies, you know, that are all incredibly well-written and doesn't take much yeah, to convert. Like, it's not hard, and they fucked it up so badly. Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> honestly, it almost uh,
0: mirrors my feelings towards the way Overwatch treats lore. Uh-huh. Where, like, clearly they pretend like it's a big deal and then just, like, don't have any plan for what pieces of lore they're going to release next and how that affects anything else they've released. I'm sure
1: Ray has three uh, different ages, like uh, McCree. Yeah. yeah.
3: McCree, yeah.
0: Her parents simultaneously do and don't matter.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, I think that had uh jj abrams or even ryan johnson had one of them been in charge of all three
1: with a plan like the trilogy i mean
2: jj abrams was an executive producer on last jedi and a everyone
1: to- gets progressive producer credits matt it's just a way to get more options from like the dvd sales it doesn't mean anything like there are plenty of people who get executive producer credits to get the money residuals by the screen actors.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, otherwise fucking we would not have gotten <laughs> a spike after spike of movie sequels.
2: Right. I don't know. Uh, I just I don't understand how people watch these movies and feel so much anger and distaste for them when I feel the like literal polar opposite. And I don't know I don't know what is Necessarily wrong with me, <laughs> or like
3: it's like it's like the Sith and the Jedi. I just man. don't
2: understand how <laughs> I can walk away from that experience. You know, a lifelong Star Wars fan and feel what I feel, and somebody else who considers themselves a lifelong Star Wars fan walk out and 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 hate it. I'm not. I'm not trying to single anybody out. There's these these, <laughs> but. <laughs> there's a lot of people who feel this way too it's not just you and me but like i but like i don't know what movies you watched previously because like i feel like all cats! the star wars movies are fairly <laughs> consistent in their campiness their ridiculousness their dumbness like yeah, that's the like issue i just i feel, you feel like you just don't cats. you just might not like star wars like like, i don't understand like because <laughs> i can watch i can watch a new hope and then watch the force awakens and see kind of very like great sci-fi campy movies and then i can but like <laughs> so like if they're the same movies and why is it so much worse I don't necessarily see the same what you say like dumping everything from the Force Awakens like the, I just I don't see that. I can I can watch the Force Awakens and The Last Jedi simultaneously, not simultaneously, but in consecutive consecutively without like with however long it takes me just to select the next movie and feel like they are the same cohesive story. Like everything that happens in The Last Jedi makes complete sense to what happens in The Force Awakens with all the characters, um, the, the character growth, um, everything that happens with Luke and, and Ray on octu it, it
0: makes sense. The issue is if it was just those two, those would all make sense. Because it's just like, yeah, it's the last movie, so we're ending all of these right. plots. But it's the theme yeah, of another and movie. And then and Ray they third but the third that, that was, that was already written movie.
2: by another person that involved a character that was supposed to be incredibly prominent throughout the entire movie. And that actress died. So they rewrote the whole... They changed, they changed writers... What are they supposed to do? Just say, oh, we're not going to make any more Star Wars because Carrie Fisher died? Like, recast Meryl Streep as Leia? Like, I don't... <laughs> like... It, pro- it wouldn't, though, because part of the reason why people love Star Wars so much is, like, that connectivity. Seeing those same actors play the same characters all these years in a row. Like, seeing... You know, uh, Dennis Lawson pop up as Wedge again in the end of this was. You know, it's like seeing those same people, those same faces. You know, like
3: yeah, but you don't want to see those same those faces, potatoes, man. You don't want to see those same faces for so long where they just look miserable. Leia did not <laughs> want to be in that movie. She looks, oh my god, I felt
0: fucking. <laughs> she wasn't yeah. in that movie. Yeah, I meant,
3: the, I meant it was awesome. all
0: previously
4: recorded.
3: But it's like, make new Star Wars, new, use the universe, don't use the... Well, wait yeah, for wait have... for
2: Ryan Johnson, because he's supposedly making a series of movies that take place completely separate from all this shit that are going to have completely new characters we've never heard of. It's everything you're talking about, though.
4: <laughs> it all just turns to ash yeah, in his there's mouth. no coming back. I don't know, like,
2: how... You go, you can get to that point, like,
4: <laughs>
2: but it. what are you talking about J.J. Abrams there's a quote from J.J. Abrams himself it says I love the script for Last Jedi I wish I had the chance to direct it myself it's not a he's like why would he like so you're just saying okay like so you're saying that oh he hates Last Jedi I say well no he has some a quote from him that directly contradicts your statement but then you're saying that's that's a lie so you're just (laughs) making up what you want how you want it to be but he's also saying a good thing about
0: a property he's directing a sequel for. Like he's. Yeah. Like he wasn't gonna dunk on it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but then you can <laughs> apply that quote to this movie, where like a lot of this movie is that you have to rely on them because like it doesn't matter how Palpatine came back; he just is. So like,
4: <laughs>
2: Star Wars has always been stupid. It's a wizard did it. Said it's a, it's a, it's, it's, you know, like I just don't know,
4: like.
1: I don't
4: the
0: he if I can put that to the test.
4: <laughs> but it's gonna. <laughs> <She's> like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be a Star Wars. Yeah, War- we're gonna lock you in a room <laughs> where half the room is in I consider- front of Like in a bus lane so and the weird. other half is so less. I Jenna. consider so myself to have torture. good taste like in most
2: everything. So I just don't believe that something.
3: Whoa, Matt.
2: That... Big man. I like so much. Good taste in everything? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why not? Why would you... Like... Absolutely. I, yeah, I totally. also admitted that it's it has its faults being constructed because they had to rewrite the whole third movie in two years. I said when you watch the force awakens and then the last jedi they feel like consecutive movies this one and then you're like what is this third because movie because they had to completely fucking change everything about how they were going to approach it and you just don't believe that do you do you believe that any of this is how it was how it was going to be
3: Try a race board. Try a race board with a bunch of dollar symbols. Yeah,
0: like I I think I think Carrie Fisher's death affected what they were doing at the time, but I don't believe the plan that her death changed existed until after The Last Jedi came out. Whoa. Yeah, so, like, last Jedi came out, they saw how people reacted, they started writing Rise of Skywalker, and then Carrie Fisher died, and they had to rewrite that part. But this was not a script that had rough beats even laid out before Force Awakens. Who wants to do it? Here you go. Go
3: for it. Ray should have been training in the woods, and then Leia should have been on her back, telling her what to do. (laughs) She learned how to heal.
4: Yeah,
0: but I mean, like, I don't even need to see that. Even I just need the, you know, that scene in the beginning of Rise of Skywalker showing that she's been doing something. You know, you don't need to show me what specific exercises make me stronger in the Force. I just need to believe that they exist and she did them.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. Like in the books. I know.
0: Well, yeah, and I agree. I enjoy this trilogy more as I really enjoy 7 and 9 and 8 is there. (laughs) If you need to know the specific way Ray and everybody got to where they are in 9. But, like, honestly, I'll probably watch 7 and 9 a bunch of times. I'll probably watch them each, like, four or five times for each time I watch 8 going forward.
3: Yeah, it'll, it'll be like it'll be like a it'll be like a machete cut, and they'll just cut out
0: a Well, it's just like if you view them more as just like yeah, three standalone movies. If you view them like mm. Indiana Jones movies, so like, yeah, one and three are good. They don't really tie together outside of featuring the same characters. <laughs> yeah. Just view it like that. It doesn't need an overarching story. It's fine. Mm. Two of them are good. Temple of Doom isn't great.
3: Crystal but Skull it's
0: indie, is the worst.
4: So. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was noticeably missing.
3: Scenic shots, yeah. hmm Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wildly over choreographed. I really
3: was hoping they were gonna do the Kennedy uh, Tartowski thing, where um when water falls on a lightsaber, it hisses and you get. It does. The, the, you can hear. Steam.
2: it here It's there. You weren't paying attention.
3: No.
0: Well, but I think he wanted like I you wanted know one effect. of those same kind of scenes where like you get the wave crash and then silence
3: and then the hissing. Yeah, you see the steam.
1: See the, the steam. steam. Apparently,
3: was there.
2: There's even details in The Force Awakens when Kyla, when they're swinging their lightsabers. You can hear the individual snowflakes hitting the sabers going... T's,
1: t's, I do remember t's, that. I do remember that. And it's really good <laughs> fully work. It's like there's a ton of attention to detail in these movies. Like that's the thing, like everyone involved is super talented, but they made something that I don't think is good. And it's just a real bummer. And it's just like it's all for like this corporatist structure and like consumerism and to buy shit and that's the only thing that seemed to have matter. Why did
3: Lando have to hit on a girl thirty years younger than I don't know. Why
1: is why is Billy D. Williams like a gay okay boomer flag? Like I don't <laughs> There's there's so many questions here. Like it's just like this is how cynical has made me. Yeah, I really do believe he said, Yeah, I'm uh what did he say? It was just like yeah, I'm gender fluid or whatever. Um or something like that. And I, I really oh, think, yeah. like, someone coached him and be like, if someone asks you this, you just say sure. Or, like, you know, like, someone, like, gave him, like, a talking point. Because, like, <laughs> that's what this movie feels to me. Well, no, the
0: what happened was he kind of said he was just into guys and girls and it didn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he said he uh, yeah. will feel that way. He didn't use right, any right, terms right, like gender right. fluid or anything like that. He just described what gender fluid was, and then when somebody asked later if he was gender fluid, he was like, I don't know what that means. I mean,
1: like, yeah. I mean, I just think, like, a lot of people in this movie have been coached to say and do the right things, and it's all to get, like, what is the third biggest box office in December of all time? Um, Funnily enough, behind Last Jedi and Force Awakens, but they, they did it. So, congrats, Disney. <laughs> I'm a sucker. I mean, I paid money. I'm glad I did. I paid money. You made me <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah, I did pay you back, so I did pay money then, despite what your protestations. Yeah,
3: but it's not. But <laughs> it's not on your record. What? Okay, sure. <laughs> like this guy watched it, bought three tickets.
0: I don't think. <laughs> pay your fucking Star Wars debt, son. I think
1: if you buy three tickets, they're smart enough to realize that's might be three people. But, but who knows? Um,
3: but they know I'm an American. Like He probably takes up... I will place. say,
1: I was glad I went to this, because like, I got to hang out with ben and Parker at a great time. It was super, super fun. I had a great night.
3: Hashtag Ray Palpatine! I, can I
1: talk about this, Kevin? Like, how I fucking spoiled the movie without intending to hours before the movie even started? Because of our stupid... <laughs> In the podcast. Stupid me. In the earlier podcast, you know, we were making jokes that Ray's last name was Palpatine and hashtag Ray Palpatine occurred. And so I was just tagging all my photos, hashtag Ray Palpatine, and lo and behold, I inadvertently spoiled the movie because yes, Ray is Palpatine. Because
3: Yeah, there's a clip of me in an older episode where I'm like, please You were begging no.
1: Matt for not to be the case. And boy, did you get wrecked by Matt.
3: It's like they heard my prayers and were like, we're going to do the Matt opposite. Matt was stuff. Dr. Matt Hatton.
1: We're going to spike that into yeah. the ground.
2: I don't know. I just wish that... I don't know. Other people saw what I saw. Because <laughs> they would truly have a great experience in... Know those feelings, but I don't know.
1: Well, it, yeah,
0: that's very sweet. Well, I wish you all saw what I saw in Agent sure. Cody
1: Banks. Going to do reviews, Kevin. What's your What's your review? Uh seven out of ten. Can you pass it off too?
3: I give it seven. I give it seven bends as well. Seven or eight. I I had so much fun watching this movie.
0: Yeah, like. <laughs> It's tough because, like artistically, yeah, it's relatively low. Yeah, but it's, it's as far as campy. like the amount of entertainment I, mean, yeah. I got out of it. It's hard the roof. It's hard, it's hard like for me to above average
2: because you know I love Star Wars so much. So every Star Wars movie, even at its worst, is a nine to me. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, you're just wildly so biased. I'm not even gonna say.
1: Just say nine or ten. I don't care. <laughs> just give us your man
3: reading. What was everyone's favorite part? Are you not gonna let me do mine?
1: <laughs> <laughs> negative what 10 is it, billion sud?
4: suds <laughs> lowest rating
1: possible
4: <laughs>
3: sud is all the suds
1: I am a bit of negativity about this movie and about this trilogy generally
3: favorite scenes go
1: uh, uh,
0: the dad I know scene
2: Oh, um, what? I really like, um, geez, I really like John Williams cameo. I feel like that was, um, a long time. That's coming your favorite in. scene is getting, John Williams
1: getting a cameo in the star Wars movie. <laughs> okay. Um,
2: I don't know. Like, I, you know, I like, I, I, really I liked like, like when I'll,
0: I'll make mine, the scene when the little alien guys, I really C-3PO. like the
2: whole, um, duel on the Death Star between ray I just like anytime Ray and Kylo are interacting that's like my my favorite kind of stuff. And yeah. The duel on the Death Star was really cool and then she actually just like fucking stabbed him. It's really cool. You know well like, like like she just went you know like yeah. it, it made it I don't know. And then like she I said you it. know <laughs> Adam Driver's fantastic so anytime he's on screen. A
3: lot of a lot of favorites. I mean like alright for me it was you know you're taking a hover bike across the desert and you're like oh the Stoom Trooper's coming and you're like are they gonna be hover bikes no old school on the ground treads and everything it seems (laughs) so why
1: would you do that no
3: I'm not it keeps going it keeps going alright there's guys on the back (laughs) and they have jet packs are they just gonna launch off no the front of the bike is gonna flip forward to catapult them forward like, <laughs> I love the backwards future technology that Star Wars uses. I just
1: don't get why the First Order would not because they're then, like... <laughs> it's so funny. They're disabled by rope. Like, that's the thing. Like, a simple rope. It. And it's like, didn't you think about this?
4: You have hover technology.
1: The rope's now useless. God, I f- it just I goes fucking
3: under. fucking love the... I love those bikes with the launch. It's it's so great. It's like, guys, we've developed human propulsion, but we can't get that little extra lift we need. <laughs> once, they, once they get, like, five feet in the air, they're good on their own, but we gotta get to that point. <laughs> I
1: fucking love it.
0: All right, so take us home. What was your favorite
1: scene? Uh... It's surprising Skywalker. that every time this movie slows down, it becomes a much better movie. So definitely uh, Han mm-hmm. and Kylo, I lo- I really did think that was really well done. Uh, yeah, that was, like that was really like awesome. that whole. Yeah, that's what I was
2: trying to describe as my first. He wasn't even, he wasn't even scene. forced
3: ghosty. He no, was was like, he wasn't a, a
2: forced yeah. ghost.
3: <laughs> okay, fair. Because yeah, he was just remembering. Yeah, was just like, remembering I, like, I think and it's he, he, he it's
2: was fine. either yeah, he was either just like having like a little memory or I don't know even. Like, like I even sit on the camp that maybe even Luke projected Han down there and sort of like created <laughs> it for him.
1: I just think that a lot of people have memories of people and like thinking about what they would say in really hard times. And I thought the fight with Rey culminating yeah. into that moment is really, really great. And it's undercut because they don't talk like yep. ben Solo doesn't talk. Like he doesn't have like a further real character arc. His, his character is kind of done at that point, which is really unfortunate.
3: Yeah, we don't really know him as Ben. We only know him as Kylo through the whole series. Yeah, and it's just, I mean,
1: yeah. that's, a, that's a function of the overall plot, which we've talked about to death. But I think whenever this movie slows down, it's remarkably better. Um, and I think that just shows how great the actors are. Because, like, Harrison Ford and Adam Driver, like, you know, in 30 years, we'll we'll talk about him as, like, one of the all-time great actors of our generation, for sure. He's fantastic. Oh, yeah, and like Matt is right. Like this these whole set of movies are car- like you can't say a bad word about Adam Driver. He has been fantastic. Um with a lot of really good. Yeah, difficult... he is
3: carrying the movies, yeah, for sure. 100%. There's
1: a world where there's like a remake of the prequel trilogy and Adam Driver is Anakin. And I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: so Adam, like yeah. he does, yeah. Kylo is this is such a better written character because he's flawed, whereas Ray is not and perfect.
0: <laughs> so, oh, and that's the conversation that gets our podcast shut down
1: <laughs> forever. Misogyny, misogyny.
4: Down. It's your boys.
1: Ben Rogers. Yo, yo. Scott Stantpath. DJ Ovarian Watch. Yip, yip, yip. Here at a White Castle in Columbus, that. Ohio. Right in the short north. And we're trying the Impossible Burger. It's been out for over a year, but <laughs> there's no White Castle in Seattle. And, and just, these fucks didn't know about it. I'm so not vegetarian. We're, so. trying, uh, we're trying the slider, Impossible Slider. It's $2. We're going to take a first bite and cheers. Uh, the patty cheers. already looks bigger than... Yeah, to, uh, to Ray Palpatine.
3: Yeah, Ray pa- hashtag, <laughs> Ray Palpatine. hashtag Ray
1: Palpatine. Hashtag Ray Palpatine. <laughs> that's not bad. <laughs>
3: now, have you eaten veggie patties like this before?
1: I've had the Beyond Burger. That's really, really good. Yeah, that's a really good one. But this is like more of a fast food style. Like i said, they nailed it. It's not bad. What is this? Is this similar to meat? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Flavor profile is really close to a beef
3: patty. Um, what is it? What is impossible? Texture is fairly close.
1: It's like it's, it's like soy meat? protein, and then like yeah, they add soy, some other yeah. stuff to it. What? The texture here, from someone who's been a vegetarian their entire life and like have not, have only eaten fake meats. Yeah. This it's like a texture I've never had before. It's pretty damn close. Is it? Yeah good. A man. little bit softer,
0: like yeah, pretty damn close.
3: Smoke cheddar is good
1: too. Yeah, you got smoke cheddar. Um, I really like that cheese. That just tasty. Yeah, do you like it more or less than the other sliders? From here or just in general? I know the other sliders.
3: <laughs> I mean, I like. Oh, like all their sliders. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've been a fan of the classic. Those I, cool really
1: I guess you are paying double. Because, like, the old school was, like, 73 cents. It was, like, $2. Yeah.
4: They, they are thicker than the... Yeah, they're thicker, so, yeah.
3: And they still put their onions and pickles on it,
1: so... Yeah. It's, it's not bad. This is, a uh, Grade A trash that I come here for. You know? <laughs> like, it's, it is yep. roughly Quality on the same... Trash, m- yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... Oh, would you do this again?
3: Maybe.
4: Maybe. I mean, it's $2 Yeah.
2: It's $2, so it's a little pricey for like a slider yeah. size. But it's, for that. <laughs> it's pretty filling because of its size. So yeah. You, yeah, I'd probably treat myself every now and then.
1: You know? yeah, yeah, if
3: I've already eaten a giant vegetarian pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> we just came back from Hound Dogs. We ate a whole pizza. Now we're crying just because I'm a maniac. But uh, yeah, so uh, DJ Bavarian Watch. What's your what's your rating?
3: Oh yeah, how many? DJs? I give it a out uh, <laughs> <laughs> of.
1: Uh,
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Out of. <laughs> that's a pretty good score. funky baseline. Yeah, that's a pretty good score, pretty funky. Ben Chan? I think Parallel Universe Ben
3: would definitely enjoy this, in which he's vegetarian.
1: We well, don't like it now?
3: <laughs> no. I do, but I'm just saying I, I wouldn't eat it normally. But Parallel Universe Ben would be all about that. Well, how
1: many Parallel Universe Bens do you get out of Parallel uh, I give Universe it, like, Bens?
3: Eight. Eight or. Like, high eight, I mean. As someone who's never
1: been able to get like a slider or a veggie slider anywhere, is definitely a solid uh, seven out of ten suds. Because like I know it's bad for me, so it's like hard to like it's hard to like ask for more. Yeah. But uh, trying to give
3: a high still rating. It's still kind Yeah. And, like,
4: you
1: know the thing is about food is that like it's such a social experience. And so like if I was younger and I was in like college and I was like getting stoned with you guys at the Cali May and like, oh, we'd I mean, probably be doing that a lot Oh my know, god really Yeah we like fucking sliders. Like 10 <laughs> out of 10 10 out of 10 sluts It's so just like a different Phase of my life right now yeah, Where like You know my metabolism Crashed and I can't eat a lot of these I wonder Can you get a cream case Of these Oh I'm sure they'll do it for you But I mean I bet they're gonna like Charge you like You know Right it's not Alright and with that That's the Rouge One Podcast Impossible Burger Slider Review Review Hashtag Ray Palpatine See ya